Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Leg. Hello everyone, it's me, Michael Legg. Welcome to Leg Hall. Uh, I, I don't know what to say about the theme tune now because Dan Dan did that. Dan Mush did that theme tune and it's like it's good, isn't it? Well, he's ruined the whole fucking joke then, hasn't he, stupid cunt? Anyway, uh, that's not why <laughs> that's not why we're here in the Leg Hall. I listen, my luck gets better and better with this podcast. You will not believe who has fallen into the Leg Hall. Today, <laughs> you won't, you won't believe it. So, so we may as well assume that this is an actor pretending to be the actor and comedian Nick Helm. And everyone claps. Everyone claps. Everyone claps. Everyone claps. Everyone claps. Hi, Nick Helm. How, uh, how, how are you? Are you? How are you? I'm really good, thank you. Yeah. Is that a good thing to say? Uh, as a matter of public record, that you're good because I think a lot of us hardcore uh, hel- helmmen, uh, we 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 sort of like you when you're a bit ragged and rough around the edges. I don't really like the idea of a completely well neck helm. Oh, I think that that's good. I think um, I think that if I'm in full command of uh, my uh, capabilities, then it enables me to call. Uh, my fans cunts even uh, even a higher level than I have been before because you, you can see them clearly. I can see and them they clearly. Are it's not, cunts. I'm I'm not fogged up with my own shit. I can just see yeah. them all for what they really are. It's a just sea, a sea of human cunts. <laughs> <laughs> I've never I've never gone to one of my gigs thinking. They'll be nice. I always assume they'll be cunts. Um, so, so for you to to see them as clear as you are seeing them must be yeah. an amazing. It, it, what I'm saying is, it must be good to be on stage now and go, "Yep, I was right." Yeah, it's just it's right. for the cunt. first time. For the first time in my entire career, I've got full clarity. It's great. It's wonderful. It's like I've accessed 
the the Matrix uh, on DVD. Yes. Um, yeah, that yeah. is good. It was a, good. it was a bit difficult at first, but then I realised there was just it's one of them. Uh, it's one of them little. Um, it's one of them little tags that they'd put on it. You know, uh, yeah. there's clear circular discs that yeah. tape over the yeah. opening hole. I'd, I'd missed it at first because it was so see through. But uh, after I, yeah. I, I, I found that, I got into the Matrix. The problem then was that it was the Matrix Revolutions. Yeah, that is. Do you know what? I've, I, um, I don't know what great achievements you've had. I know a lot of your great achievements. Well, I wouldn't know all of them. But I think probably one of my greatest achievements is I've never seen that film. Which one? Uh, the one you just said, Matrix, whatever it's called. I don't know which Roundabout. one that is. I don't know which okay. one that is. And, so you've uh, not seen it either? I have seen it. I saw, well, i tell you what. The new one came out last Christmas, didn't it? And so I was thinking, do you know what? I've never been 100% on board the Matrix uh, bandwagon. I didn't enjoy the first one at the cinema and I didn't watch the next two. But then, Mm -hmm. you know, 20 years later, they've released a fourth one and I thought, I'm not going to miss this bandwagon. I'm going to jump on board and I'm going to fully embrace this. So I watched the first one again and then I watched the second one for the first time. And then I watched the Mm -hmm. third one for the first time. And by the time I'd watched the third one, uh, I'd gone off the Matrix, so I didn't bother with yeah. the fourth one. Because once again, you are proving that you have clarity, and yeah. you saw you saw the cunt film for the cunt it. I saw. It, ironically, I had Matrix esque vig- vision uh, mm. that enabled me to see the Matrix franchise for what it really was. Yeah, I mean, and and it's weird that the makers of the Matrix never thought about that. Like, yeah, like, yeah but is. what if someone looks at this and goes, this is a pile of shit? Then we're doomed. Um, I think... Po- hoisted every, by our own petard. Every artist thinks that, though, right? What if the audience sees this as a pile oh, of shit? Oh, I don't know if every artist thinks that. Oh, really? Oh, really? Oh, it's on. weird, isn't it? Because oh, I'm so full yeah. of self-doubt and self-loathing yeah. that I just assume that's how everyone else filters all of their work. You know, yeah. kind of, I've got hours and hours of unreleased um, <laughs> uh, live video of me on stage that I'm just like, that's not good enough. So I just don't release it all. But and and I well, firstly, I, I, it will be good enough, and secondly, don't forget um, the people that you're going to be selling this to—they're chumps. They'll fucking buy it. They're fucking idiots. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I've got to keep reminding myself that everyone's yeah. a chump. Yeah. Just a fucking chump. Now, if the I've, questions if... I've asked you are not part of the podcast. This is just this is just some light relief before oh, the meeting right. of the podcast. Oh, right, yeah, um, yeah, right. Let me, yeah. It's, it's quite a serious podcast, Nick, I'll be honest with you. What's going to happen is today I'm going to ask you 10 questions, 10 questions. Okay. And from those 10 questions, then I'm going to gather information together to form a psychological profile of you. Um, I get the feeling you perhaps someone that wouldn't like to be psychologically profiled. No, I think that that'd be brilliant. Um, oh, really? Uh, yeah, I think, yeah. I mean, I, I'd, I'd like to know. I'd like to know what it is that I am. That, see, that's, that's the very spirit of the podcast because, because I think you'll find, with all this self-doubt that you have, you'll probably find... Um, proof within this that you're actually a great guy. Great. But I do also think that we could all save everyone a lot of time if you just call me a cunt right now and then we say goodbye. Um, 
Okay, I'll say cunt right now. I'll tell you what, we'll keep talking, but I'll edit everything else out from here on in. Perfect. Cunt, there we go. From all nine, this, believe me, this is just us having a chat. Wow. Um, I will say Psychologically this. Psychologically evaluated by a real professional. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Good. Yeah, and that's what a good psychological profiler I am. Yeah. I don't mind if someone else comes in and does the profile for me. I'll just go, yeah, if that's what you want, you can. Now. Oh, and Michael, just, just before you get started, and this sure. is just a private word from me to you. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think you're doing a great job with this, so keep it up. Thanks so much, Nick. Thank you. I re- Do you know what? I really appreciate that. It's sort of... Um, it sort of clashes with the first question that I'm going to ask you. I'll, I'll let you know this now. The first question and the last question are questions that I ask all guests who fall into the leg hole. But there's eight questions right in the middle, and they're all written specially for you. So the psychological profile will be accurate. Okay, so it's sort of a, a generic question bread with a, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a Nick Helm-centric filling. Exactly. There we go. Um, here we go with question number one. Nick. The first layer of bread. The first layer of bread. And let's see how much butter you can put on that bread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nick Helm. Yeah. Do you like me? Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. There, absolutely. there was a pause, though, wasn't there? No, there wasn't a pause. It was like, a, I couldn't believe that you even asked me that question. Absolutely. There's no way I would be doing this uh, if I didn't already like you. And funnily enough, I went to, I re, do you remember a couple of years ago, I went past a venue and you were in the beer garden having a pint and I sat down with mm-hmm. you. It was in the middle of the day. And yeah. I think it was the liquid rooms because I went to see Mark Simmons yesterday at the liquid oh, yeah. rooms and I went through that courtyard and I was just like, hey, this is where I had a drink with Michael Legg a few years ago. Aww. And I remembered it and I thought, oh, I, I'm looking forward to talking to him tomorrow. Yes, Michael, I'm a huge fan of yours. I think you're brilliant. Uh, yeah, we're, we're definitely editing this. It's, it's against my brand. Oh, hang on a minute. Yeah, yeah. Hang on. Bit yeah. of a cunt. There we go. There we go. There, there we go. go. Thank there you. Go. I'm, I'm putting go. this down. First, <laughs> honest. I'm putting honest down in your psychological profile. That's that's by far and away the best that that question's ever gone. So It'll, um, all, it'll all come out in the wash, won't it? You'll, you'll oh, yeah, edit yeah. it down and you'll get the show that you want yeah. out of it. That's great. And just, he'll just say every other word that isn't cunt. It's just going to be edited. You just bleep it out. <laughs> yeah, that's even better. Don't edit it out. Just bleep it out. Constant bleeping and then occasionally can't. Uh, question, question number two, Nick Helm. When was the first and last time you've seen a celebrity? When's the first, the first and last time? Yeah. The first and last time I've seen a celebrity. Okay, right. Well, the first could be time, two different times, or there could be one time. I don't know. The, f- the first time, or I ever, how do people answer? Do they do serious answers? Do they answer you seriously? Well, the question's fucking stupid, so I wouldn't answer it seriously. But you know, you answer it whatever way you want. Well, the first time nope. I saw a celebrity, I was mm-hmm. at like, the British Museum in London with my dad, 
And, and mummy I, doesn't count as a celebrity. And I was like, but I would think I must have been like five or six. Right. And I and I had a bag uh, that my they sold these little cloth bags that had all of the uh, bones of a skeleton in it, and then you would right. pop the, the plastic, and then you'd like um, pop it together and make a little skeleton out of it. I remember I had that. And we looked at, and I, we were sat in the cafe, and I looked over, and at the next table was Griff Reese Jones. Oh fucking and, hell! And I was like, "That's the guy off the telly." Because if you were, if when you were little, and uh, Smith and Jones was on TV, I think as a child you related to Griff Reese Jones more than Mel Smith because he was sort of like the the idiot one when they did the head yeah. to head talks. And I was yeah. like, that, that's the guy off the TV that you watched at. And he was just like, oh, yeah, that's right. And I said, aren't you going to go over to him and say hello? And he said, no. And I said, well, why not? And he said, because he wants his privacy, doesn't he? And then I've stuck with, I've held that close to me <laughs> um, uh, my entire life. So have you <laughs> never spoken to Griff Reese jones at any time you've ever met him? Um, I of, have met. Out of respect. Out of respect. I, um, I, I, did, I actually met him. Uh, during lockdown on Zoom because we interviewed him on uh, me and Nathaniel Metcalf's okay. uh, radio show uh, and he was lovely but um, yeah I don't know if I, maybe I even told him and I think he said you know you should have come over and said hello <laughs> um, so Do, you are you trying to tell me he didn't remember it? He didn't remember it, but he said that he was What a fucking would... piece of shit. You know what these celebrities, you build them up and that's how they fucking treat you Nick. <laughs> He said he would have been delighted if I'd gone over. I can't remember when the last time I've um, seen a celebrity. I saw Colin Holt last night, but all right, I, I, I you know, can't can't uh, be someone you know. It has to be a celebrity that you don't know. I, yeah, I know him. So okay, yeah, someone I count. don't know. When's the last time I saw a celebrity? I t- I can't remember the last time I saw a celebrity. How about that? That's, okay. Uh... Bad memory, I'll put Which that. Which is terrible, there. isn't it? I'm in Edinburgh and there are... I haven't even seen... I was going to say Nicholas Parsons. Is Nicholas Parsons still with us? Uh, he's not with us. No, he's uh, with baby Jesus. <laughs> I don't know what that means, though. Oh, it means the fucker's dead. Yeah, oh, it means... He yeah, yeah, he oh, did right. die. Jesus and Nicholas Parsons both died. Um, for our sins. I mean, but don't worry. Adult Jesus died. Baby Jesus didn't die. It was the adult know. Jesus. So, so let's well, not. Yeah. Baby Jesus died to become teenage Jesus, didn't he? Yeah. Or toddler Jesus. Right I suppose it'd be baby, baby Jesus died to become toddler Jesus. Yeah. And in a way, oh, we, I guess so. In a way, we we're all born and we die every day, don't we? And yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's, isn't it? Isn't it every seven years you're a completely different human being? Something like that. Um, I mean, that's bullshit, but I'm saying it out loud. Some of the people I know in the comedy industry, that <laughs> that cycle is a lot shorter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm putting bitchy down. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Now, let's go on to question number three. Nick Helm. Yes. Nick Helm. The Queen has Buckingham Palace. Neil Armstrong yeah. had the moon. Yeah. Ed Sheeran has an arena stage in front of thousands of fans. But Nick Helm, where's the most amazing place you've taken a shit? <laughs> <laughs> I 
Good, isn't it? Good. Uh, C-Venues. Like Frost Nixon. C-Venues. Oh, C-Venues is perfect. That is a per- that's what it's there for. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah. That's, that's what the C stands for. Shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, C-Venues. C Venues. C Venues is, I wouldn't call it an amazing place for a shit. It's the best I'm saying, place. It's, it's, the, it's, it's the best place. You're guaranteed not to bump into anyone that you know. And um, yeah. they have like, industrial thick toilet walls. And even if you're not going to the toilet, you can just stay there and cry. No one will hear you. Well, what about that lovely... By the way, we're talking about the Edinburgh Fringe Festival here, uh, listeners. Uh, I say listeners, I mean Neil. Uh, the, the audience well, is called uh, Neil. Even if I wasn't uh, at the festival, I would still say see venues. Yeah, yeah. No, I, t- I totally... I, th- I think that's a spectacular answer because I genuinely feel that is what the building is there for. But also, what about that toilet? You know that toilet? It's in, it's in the um, assembly courtyard. No, sorry, yes. the Pleasance Courtyard. And you can literally literally sit and look out the window while having a shit. And you can look at the whole car- courtyard and you can see Nicholas Parsons and, uh, uh, you know, all, all the other dead comedians just wandering around chatting to people <laughs> while you're having a crap. Yeah, um, but you can do that yourself if you if you don't even bother going indoors, you know. You can just go oh, into, yeah. into Bristow Square and just uh, – you can fly her while you're doing it. It's fantastic. Yeah, well, well, I, t- I tell you hey, what, though. I, I once had diarrhoea in uh, oh. the Times Square Toys R Us. Fuck, that's good. And that is so classy as well. Yeah, well, it doesn't Having exist anymore, in Toys R Us. <laughs> No, but Times Square, I mean, just it's so romantic, the very idea of it, you know. Yeah. It's because when you go to New York, especially Times Square, I think it's a very inspirational place. Especially as a performer, you sort of feel like, yeah, I can I can come here and I can do anything. So to go there and to shit yourself, it just sounds yeah. amazing. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't quite shit myself, but I very nearly well, did. You will. Um, you will one day. You will. I'd just, I'd just been to Popeye's Chicken uh, at Times sure. Square and mm-hmm. it was delicious chicken, but I, uh, but you know, ten minutes later, um, I was regretting that chicken. Um, it, 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 it had attacked me very quickly. It took flight. That chicken. Uh, that's the best I could come up with. Yes, it uh, took flight yeah. right yeah. out of of my your ass. asshole. Mm-hmm. See, uh, I don't know if you know. I don't know if you noticed the question I actually asked. I don't know if you. I the reason I asked that question is because. Today, I found out that Ed Sheeran shat himself on stage. Oh, so where? It, so what? Uh, in his pants. Great. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. <laughs> textbook. Textbook. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he's a pro. He knows, even, he knows exactly what he's doing. Even when he shits himself, it's generic. Oh, uh, so your taxi's arrived? <laughs> uh, uh, just... <laughs> it's good. Let's go on to the next question. Listen, um, I'm going to put down ill... Because she had yeah. diarrhea, and interesting because uh, you went to America to get diarrhea. Mm. Uh, interesting, I spelt interesting, very wrong there. Here's question number something. Nick Helm, have you ever broken a bone, and was it one of yours? I have never broken one of my own bones. Okay. Um, oh, I tell you what, though, I tell you what, I, I didn't break someone's bone, but. Um, do you remember about mm, probably about 17 years ago, Jimmy Page broke his finger in a gardening accident? 
Uh, I don't remember this, which is very weird. Well, I met yeah. him uh, during that period of time. Uh, I he was, counts I as think, a celebrity. Yeah, but it, it wasn't, he wasn't the last celebrity I met. I met him 17 oh. years ago. And he oh, wasn't okay. the first celebrity oh. I met. I mean, I've, right. I've, I've stuck to your fucking brief, Michael. No, you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you uh, for respecting rules. I am respecting your rules. Uh, but um, but uh, Jimmy Page um, had just received a Lifetime Achievement Award off of uh, Stephen... T- this is my best story, but this is like Love a it. bit of the story which is just a detail. But Jimmy mm-hmm. Page came off stage and um, and he was sort of like, oh, he's just received this award. And I shook him by the hand. But I shook him Ooh. by the, the hand that he'd broken. And... Um, and he sort of like went, ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so I mean, I don't, I don't want you to repeat yourself, but what was it he said again? He went, ah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a, it's a good sound. It's a good sound. Um, but that's not on you, though, is it? That's on him. He offered his hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and I didn't grab him too hard. And I think it was more yeah. of like a um, more of a warning than an actual uh, yelp of pain. It was fine. Right. Yelp was, of pain. Right. Yelp of pain. That would be a good name for a um, <laughs> for like a, a, a hip hop band, wouldn't he? Of all sure. white. Yeah. An all white yeah. hip hop band. Yeah. All white, all terrible hip hop. Um, I've uh, I've stood on um, uh, Robert Smith. Great. And how does he feel about that? Ooh, uh, I've no idea. Uh, he, didn't, he, his... hasn't, he hasn't written to me or anything, so I think he was fine about it. Oh, do you know I've stood on Van Morrison as well. You stood on Van Morrison. Yeah, he hated it. By the way, he hated it. He immediately started. Um, pretending that his phone had rung and he had to take a call because I stood on him. Oh, God. It was, re- it right. was a really weird moment. Yeah. Can I tell well, you something that, that you might want to cut or that I would... No, I won't tell you. <laughs> I, good, because I will never cut anything in this podcast. <laughs> no, I know. Frankly, I know how to do it. I just can't be honest. Uh, no, so... I, sus- I suspected that and then I thought better and I thought I'm not going to tell you that story Okay, I'm just putting down violent to the elderly in uh, in your uh, in your profile. Sure, okay, it, but whatever, however old Jimmy Page is, take off at least seventeen years. Oh, that's true. That's true. So violent to everyone. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, I've, met, I've met I've met Jimmy Page. So you and? know, uh, he was quite. Nice and sweet, um, but um, he looked tiny. He's a tiny right. man. Yeah. Right. And uh, he, I went to see Prince at the O2, and I, I, I was lucky enough to get, you know, um, one of those boxed things, those, you know, where you get yeah. free drink and free food and stuff again. And um, it just happened. I was sharing this box with Jimmy Page and a couple right. of others. And uh, and I chatted to him. I said, and he just went. Uh, I went. Are you a big Prince fan? He went. Yeah, I like Prince, but um, I'm here just to sort of look at the venue because I'm doing a couple of shows here. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he yeah. Do you I remember you when you started say... out? 
Do you remember yeah. when you started out doing stand-up? Did you ever go to the gig that you were maybe going to be on at, uh, on at in maybe a few weeks' time doing an open yeah. spot? Just to yeah. sort of look at it and go, oh, God. Yeah, when you're yeah. just starting out, yeah. Yeah, he was doing that with Led Zeppelin at the O2. That's amazing. Um, I thought I thought you what you were going to say is that um, Jimmy Page is so small that I went to see Prince and I met <laughs> Prince. Uh, I went I met Prince and I said, "Hey Prince, uh, what, what what's that on your shoulder?" And he said, "It's Jimmy, it's Jimmy Page. I'm, I'm giving him a piggyback." <laughs> Yeah, but, it's a um, shame I did say that. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm putting it's down. It's all good. It's all good. It is all good. Uh, we'll go on to our next question here at Nick Helm. Uh, uh, you, you know, you're at the Edinburgh Fringe at the moment. And as you know, if, with every comedy show, you need a bit of serious. You need some dark uh, to go with the light. So with that in mind, it's quite a serious one. Are farts funny? Um, it really depends on... Um... Uh, <laughs> the time, uh, the place, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. the velocity, and um, whether there's uh, been any stainage afterwards. Right. Well, see, that's Ed Sheeran's problem. He thought he was farting, and he shat himself. <laughs> he thought he was farting, but it turned out he'd just done another album. <laughs> ah, <laughs> yes! Yes, motherfuckers! I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you, every time I'm in the back of an Uber, there's always a song on that I think, oh my God, this is absolutely incredible. And I always shazam it. And it's always Ed Sheeran or oh, Harry Styles. <laughs> well, but but isn't that sort of comforting? Because I, I think I don't know either of them, you know, musically. Right. Like, I don't think I know any of their songs. But I think I probably would sort of quite. I think I'd be happy to hear one of the songs and go, oh, my God, this is brilliant, just for someone to go, oh, that's Ed Sheeran. And then I go, yeah. well, do you know what? Hats off. I think that <clears throat> he's quite a chameleon. And um, mm. it's not that I think that's Ed Sheeran. It's that I think, I don't know who this is. It's probably Ed Sheeran. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's it's quite nice to, like, if you heard something shit, you go, is this Ed Sheeran? And then you go, no. It's, um, you know, uh, Alice Cooper, then you'd feel terrible. Yeah, you would right. feel terrible. Yeah, you'd I don't feel think, very terrible. I don't think you'd get those mixed up. No, I don't think you would. I don't think you would. But um, but you think farts are only funny if the time is right and the place is right. Um, <laughs> but, but here's the thing. Do you not think, even just to a degree, on 9-11, if someone had farted, like... <laughs> Just, just for a second. What, and knock the buildings like, down? No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like, when everyone's screaming, going, fuck it out. Like, one of my, shh, shh. Like, are you not saying that everyone, ha just for a second? What I'm saying um, is, I think, I think maybe we underestimate how happy and how communal farts are. Yeah, sure. They're a real uh, uh, good um, leveller. Mm, I think so. They do smell a bit, though, don't they? Um, not always. No, no, that's true. That's but if you do them right, then you can clear a room. <laughs> oh, believe me, I don't need to do a fart to clear a fucking room. <laughs> <laughs> no, <Yeah>. I know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you go. Uh, I'm, well, you said you know, so I'm putting down wise. 
Yeah, and your nice. uh, psychological yeah. profile. Here's another nice. question, Nick Helm. Nick Helm, how do you feel about giving me a pet name? Oh, Le- Lego. Oh, is that the pet name you're going to give me? Mm, I don't know. See, um, that sounds like a nickname rather than a pet name. Pet okay, name's more affectionate, it? doesn't it? Oh, like Sweden's. Uh, oh, Sweden's. Michlob uh, yeah. Legmeister. Yeah, that sounds like a nickname. And also, it sounds yeah. fucking annoying. Yeah. I'm not going to say that every time. No. Um, yeah. what's, what was the question? We're like if you're a pet name. No, it's, or do no, I feel you, comfortable? Yeah, how do you feel about it? How do you feel about giving me a pet name? Maybe you don't want to. Maybe you've always um, wanted to. No, I think that you've got quite a solid name and um, uh, you can do loads with it in terms of nicknames and variations mm-hmm. on it. Yeah. So yeah, why true. would you in, why would you invent something new to the mix? Do you want to know I fun? What, I think what we've got to work with already is sufficient mm-hmm. enough without adding, you know, do you, do you, you want to know what fun, a fun thing about my my name is? Uh, little kids love saying my name, my, like, like the whole leg. name. Yeah, because l- little kids, like my friends' kids, generally call me Michael Leg, not Michael or Uncle Michael. Sometimes people, you know, uh, as friend, we just go, we just call him Uncle. It's, that'll do. Uh, but now I get Michael Leg, and they and and actually one of my uh, friends' kids calls me Mikey Egg. Because he finds it hysterically funny, which, you know, in a way it is. Well, yeah, and also Michael Egg. Is yeah, Michael like Egg. My... Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, your name is Leg. There's, there's no doubting there's, that. There's enjoyment in that. I saw a Paul yeah. Foot with his family the other day, or as they like to be called, the Feet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you no, you I guys like should it. get together. You guys should we get should. together and make a whole body. The- <laughs> yeah, with uh, Jeremy Lim and Anthony Head and probably some other people. I yes. I think I'd like to give you... Um, uh, Ian, Ian, I- Ian Spine. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hillary Cockenballs. Yeah. <laughs> Jeffrey Arsehole. I've I got flyered by a Jeffrey Arsehole the other day. Oh, didn't we all? Didn't we all? <laughs> uh, no, I'd like to give you a pet name. No, I think, and also I think you would suit a pet name. Okay. I think like Cuddle Chops, something like that. I think okay, it would suit great. you. Yeah. I don't mind that. I don't mind that you're at a all. Fa- you're a warm person. You see, I do, I could, I don't think I get away with a pet name, but I think you would because you're a warm person. Yeah. Sure. Um, I'm really enjoying your Instagram at the moment. I'm really enjoying it. Every day it's just your smiling face. And, oh, know, sure. Yeah, it's really well, soothing. I try to be uh, neutral. I hate my face and I hate my smile and I hate <laughs> uh, I hate the sight of myself. And, um, and I, started off, I started off the month going, I reckon I'm going to, you know, I always used to use Edinburgh as a way of losing weight. Right, where right. you'd um, you put on a lot of Christmas weight, and then in Edinburgh I would lose all of the weight that I put on at Christmas, and then at mm-hmm. Christmas I'd put it back on again, and that was a that was the circle of life for yeah, many years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then I did, and then I maybe didn't do Edinburgh, or I, I, I did some other stuff. Oh, do you know what? I I made enough money to be able to afford food. That's what it was. Oh, and then, okay. And then yeah, Edinburgh that, was like. 
I would put weight on at Christmas. And then when it got to Edinburgh, uh, I would maintain the weight that I'd put on um, mm-hmm. because I could afford to eat. And then at Christmas, I'd put more weight on and then I'd sort of like get heavier and heavier. And then I was just thinking, well, this, this Edinburgh, I'm going to be doing so much sort of like walking around. Uh, I'm, mm. um that uh, I'll, I'll probably lose weight. So it'd be really interesting as an experiment to take a photo of my face every day, post it on Instagram, and then by mm-hmm. the end of it, we'll just see what um, what the you know what the progression is, what like the, the state of I sure. am at the beginning and at the end. But then what I've done is every photo I post is now a selfie, uh, which I find mm-hmm. difficult what- enough as it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I live so close to my venue that I'm not doing any walking, basically. I, I walk for maybe 20 minutes a day. Uh, and I'm also uh, still able to afford to eat. So um, I'm not losing any weight. I'm not drinking. So there's not kind of like a progression of kind of like hangovers or anything like that. So now it's just like an exercise in vanity where I just take a photo of myself every day and I am stuck. I've painted myself into a corner, Michael leg. And I, mm-hmm. I can't, I can't, there's no way out of it. It's just, it's just, I'm going to do the whole month in Edinburgh and I'm not going to have posted. Uh, the police are here for me. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to get to the, this thing. <laughs> They're going to take away my Instagram account. Um, I'm going to get to the entire months of like an international arts festival. And all I've done is I've taken 29 photos of my own face. Um, well, and I'm fine with that. Is- I'm fine with that actually. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm very fine with it. What I'm not so fine with, uh, you know, just from what you were saying, because you, you have to keep in mind, I'm putting this profile together. Uh, you said you can afford to eat now, so you're doing that. And you're also talking about your Instagram. So I've put down very wealthy, greedy and vain. So, yes, um, uh, that's fine. That's fine. Well, here's another question. Nick Helm, you are in charge of a music festival. Who is on the oh. bill and why is the beer so fucking expensive? Oh, God. Who's on the bill? Who's on the bill? Yeah, that's what. that's one part of the question. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, I'm far more interested in the second part. Well, the beer's expensive. Yeah, why is the fucking beer so expensive? This is your festival. You're running it. Well, I'm planning on uh, making all of my money on the beer. Right. So, um, and I know so that, you know, greedy. other stuff is optional, but alcohol at a festival is fairly essential. I'd say um, so. It, it, it will sell no matter how expensive it is. So, yeah, I know that because I, I buy it. I'm yeah. fucking an, I'm an absolute idiot. No matter how annoyed you are at how expensive it is, you will still buy it. So that's why I've done that, because I'm going to make maximum profit on it. Do you know how old I am, Nick? I'm very um, old. You're, um, oh, let me guess. Um, 62. Oh, that's very kind. I'm 84 years old. But that was sweet of you. And here's the thing. I remember... <laughs> I remember uh, when <laughs> beer became 95p a pint, right? Wow. And, and me and my friend Dote said, fuck this shit. If, if they start charging a pound for beer, that's it. I'm never buying it again. And our friend Paul Dummigan said, you'll buy it 
however much it is, and you'll do what they tell you. And he was right. There you go. Yeah. Little story yeah. there. Yeah. Little story there. So like, uh, when, when, when I was at university, I couldn't afford to eat, but I could always afford fags and alcohol. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is the Edinburgh Fringe, really, especially those early years. Yeah, of course. It's, you yeah. know, you you, every, you did every 10 quid, 15 quid gig that was going. Just yeah. so you went, well, that's maybe four beers later. It's like, um, it's like, it's like Jurassic Park, isn't it? It's exactly Fags like al- Jurassic Park. Facts and alcohol find a way. Yeah. Is, uh, <laughs> is Peter Buckley Hill then, is he sort of uh, Attenborough? Yeah. yeah. Well, let's try and, let's try and, yeah. To welcome, <laughs> welcome to Free Fridge Park. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When, you know, I imagine Jurassic Park is also full of shit. So, you know, be similar. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. Well, there are some there are some dinosaurs that no matter how hard they try, um, they can never gather a huge audience. <laughs> that is very, very true. Uh that question wasn't answered, but that's fine. Nick, well, what's the question? Uh, who's who, who, who's on? Yeah, Steve yeah, Fo- who, Steve Forbert. Steve Forbert. He's Steve, Steve Forbert. Forbert. He'll come on. He'll do an acoustic set, and then he'll uh, he'll he'll go away for a bit, and um, we'll have um, who uh, the waitresses. They'll come on, and they'll do a bit of filler, yeah. and then Steve Forbert will come back on, and he'll do an electric set. Right, and that's the whole festival. That's the that's the whole festival. Yeah. Well, that's good because then there's no pressure on you. You well, I'm what? not spending a lot of money on the acts. Is the thing because no. it's uh, I'm going to do a festival that is ninety nine percent profit. <laughs> I'm going to put bastard down. Is that? Do you think that's fair? <laughs> think sure. Bastard is fair. Okay. I think hey, we'll that, if anything, it. it's it's quite light, really. <laughs> okay, bastard piece of shit. There you go. <clears throat> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Here we go. Uh, Nick Helm, if you could spend one single perfect day with Alice Cooper, what would that day be like? Um, I would fuck him. Um, (laughs) 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 And then he would fuck Uh me. Um, Yeah, I think that'd be it, really. And if there's any time... Uh, if there's yeah. any time, record probably, uh, sit down and listen to a bit of Steve Four. But yeah. <laughs> at, at some point during this section, you must ask for his autograph. Be great um, to have his I, autograph, wouldn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'd ask him all about that time he met Rob Zombie. Um, <laughs> and what happens? What happened when he met Rob Zombie? I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm oh, sure right. oh, yeah, yeah. You haven't asked him yet. <laughs> no, I haven't asked him, but uh, no. I know he's met him, and, no. and that'd be a I, that'd be a good li- use of time, I think. But I li- I like it because I know that you've met him, and I like that yeah. you've clearly kept it in your head. I'm never asking him that question until I've fucked him. Yeah, and I, I I find that honourable. I want him to be honest. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I'll, f- I'll yeah. fuck some truth into him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just putting horrible then. Horrible. <laughs> Fucking horrible. Uh, here's the ninth, ninth question, uh, Nick Helm. Nick Helm, if you could breathe underwater, do you think you'd get more women? 
Um, I mean, it, it's it's probably quite attractive if you can breathe underwater. If you can breathe underwater, I can. I can. It just requires a huge amount of apparatus. Yeah, sure. Well, the, well, right. Well, oh, you're right. Is this there is a cunnilingus question? Is this a cunnilingus question? Because, because <laughs> basically, whenever I perform cunnilingus, I uh, I get into a big Victorian diving suit. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> well, you want to take and, it serious. You want to show the lady that you're uh, absolutely, you're and a I catch. have that, and I and I do my best through that little window. Uh, that you get at the front. Um, so yeah, I can I can breathe underwater, ladies. <laughs> okay, I'm putting down shit at sex. Um, <laughs> well, to be fair, I, it's not my fault. I'm wearing a Victorian diving suit. I've put a trier down. That's good. That's positive. I mean, how good are you going to be at sex if you're wearing a Victorian diving suit? Uh, do you know what? I'm going to find out. Would you? Would you come back on the podcast in, say, a month? Um, yeah. Great. There we go. Thanks thanks for that. That's good. So we've got an, uh, another booking. And, uh, and and it sounds like I'm going to have some sex. Seem- what? Oh, that, that was good timing with the fucking hammer. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, sorry. I was distracted a bit. I'm putting a door up. Um, <laughs> Uh, we've got one final question, Nick Helm. Um, Great. Dear Nick Helm, I, uh, I hope that you are having fun at the uh, Edinburgh Festival. I assume that you are. Um, your show, uh, What Have We Become, is on at the Pleasant Dome at 5.25 uh, yes. every day this month, except the 17th. You, you are taking a day off. Good for you. I am taking a whole day off, yeah. Yeah, no, you you fucking earned it, mate. It, it's, that it's day a big, is just it's a for me. Commitment. Yeah. Yeah, just for me. Yeah. I'm going to be at my venue at 5.25, but I'm going to perform it just for me. Yeah, um, in a gonna Victorian put, diving suit. I'm going to be in a Victorian diving suit, and I'm going to put mirrors up uh, for <laughs> to represent every single audience member. Sure. And um, Three mirrors. And I've requested that all of the venue staff leave me to my own devices for one hour. That's all I ask of you. Yeah. And do you know what you? I hope you win uh, the award, not not for your show, but for the, your day off. Yeah, for my day off, I'm going to perform at five twenty-five in my venue mm-hmm. for an audience of just me, cunnilingus yeah. on myself <laughs> in a Victorian diving suit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's best of the fest, guys. Uh, best of the fest. Cunnilingus on myself also sounds like a good Edinburgh show title. What I, what I suggest is don't Google Edinburgh show title Cunnilingus on myself because you'll find out there was a show called that and you'll realise you can't satire <laughs> fucking anything these days. So, so please don't look it up, uh, Neil uh, or Nick. Nick, here's the final question. Final question. Yeah. And then we are going to find out who exactly you are. Nick okay. Helm, what is leg hole? What is leg hole? Hmm. What, this podcast that I've just done? Yeah, I guess that's what it is, isn't it? Do you know, no one's ever said it this plainly, is that? Everyone's got quite uh, philosophical, but actually the answer is, well, I just I just did it. 
Uh, I would say Leghole is a bright and breezy romp through the mindset of, uh, through the psychological uh, landscape of uh, random guests, all hosted ably by the delightful Michael Leghole. Um, I'm putting down in your psychological profile a fringe reviewer. I thought you were going to say sarcastic. <laughs> what, what would you rather? I mean, really, a fringe reviewer is a lot more damning. Um, how many stars yeah. are you going to give Leghold? Just... Uh, well, my experience, I would give um, five stars. Um, oh, that's nice. I'm not sure about listening back yet. Yeah, um, that's the tricky bit, isn't it? I'd say, like, overall experience and intent was five stars. Everything else is maybe mm, the host. Yeah, I yeah. can't, I can't, I can't fault you. Uh, that'll be five stars again. Really? Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, the nice. location that I'm in is lovely, comfortable, five stars. Yeah, the um, room I'm in is shit. Just to let you know. Uh, but, I mean, you wouldn't have it any other way, right, Mike? So, no, I, I'll be stars. honest with you. Listeners will be delighted to know that um, it, it's it's about ten days ago that I uh, did uh, leg hold with Andrew O'Neill, and I smashed a ukulele uh, during that. And I, I'm going to tell you this now: the ukulele that I smashed is still lying in the same spot ten days later, and I have not fucking even thought about cleaning it up. I'm revolted. Five stars. Five, Five stars. stars. Thank you very um, much, Nick Helm. You are nothing short of a delight, but keep in mind, that's only my opinion. Uh, the psychological profile opinion uh, is saying right now that Nick Helm is honest. He's got a bad memory. He's fawning, bitchy, ill, interesting, violent to everyone, funny, wise, very wealthy, greedy, vain. He's a bastard piece of shit, horrible, shit at sex, a trier and a fringe reviewer. And all of those things go together to make up the dear, sweet cuddle bear that is Nick Helm. Everyone claps. Everyone claps. Everyone That's claps. me. Everyone's clapping. Yeah. Oh, my God. Everyone's clapping. Thank you so much, Nick. Uh, what a lovely um, time talking to you. You were a delight. Uh, enjoy the rest yes. of your fringe, mate. Thanks very much. Uh, I was a delight. Thank yeah. you, Michael, for having me. You were a delight and you are a delight. Thank you, Michael, for enabling me to be on that pedestal uh, and to shine my brightest. I like the question about um, best place to take a shit best. That was, I think that's the star question today. That's when it really took off, wasn't it? Really took off around about the shitting time. Yeah, yeah. Great. And on that note, listeners, uh, I bid you all a very fond farewell. Bye-bye!
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.